You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The A's have had kind of a nice little week. Um, they've won some games against the Tigers and the Twins, so let's talk about that with Jane Lee and Allison Footer. Jane, um, you have to beat up on the teams that might be lesser than, and I'm not sure that the Tigers fall into that category, but certainly the Twins. So um, so the A's had a, I mean, as we're speaking, they're playing the, the series finale right now, but they had a really good showing in those first two games, and I guess with what the A's have been kind of struggling through uh, through the month of May, it's just a good sign to see them be able to string a few wins together. Yeah, especially to finish the month off that way. Um, they're kind of a, a turbulent stretch there. Um, it's been kind of hard to figure out this team just because, you know, they're they're always on some kind of streak, whether good or bad. It seems like, you know, they're either losing five in a row, winning four in a row, um, and then, you know, back to whatever they weren't doing. So, um, you know, I think the fact that right now they're stringing together some wins um, and, and just getting good all-around consistent baseball, um, it seems like everything's kind of clicking for them right now. And, um, you know, even when one thing's not there, like the starting pitching, it seems like the, the offense is picking them up. Um, so um, a good little stretch for them, definitely something – you know, for them to hopefully build on and, and good timing with it too with <laughs> Rich Hill and Sunny Gray expected back soon. So the fact that, you know, they are doing this even without guys like um Sonny and, and Josh Reddick um is encouraging. But, you know, you're you're just kind of always waiting to see um, you know, them put a consistent stretch together. So hopefully that's in the works. Yeah, so with Reddick out, so Vogt and uh, Valencia have picked up a lot of the slack in the middle of that order. So Valencia, 372 since he came off the DL, 372 average since he came off the DL on May 6th. And then Vogt has just done a tear in 12 games with a 357 average, um, eight-game hitting streak. So, I mean, those things have to happen, right? It's like that's the way that you would kind of write it out if you could, if you, could uh, you know, pick – pick how you want this whole thing to go, but it doesn't often happen that way. So that's it's not like Bob Melvin's just thrilled what those guys have been producing. Yeah, and I mean, this is the way the offense has to work, regardless if, if Reddick's in there or not. You know, this is a team that just can't rely on one guy. Um, they do have several guys um, who have track records of, you know, hitting a lot of home runs, someone like Chris Davis. Um, I think there's potential, obviously, with guys like Valencia and Vote. Um you're seeing Marcus Simeon um, show a little bit more power this year. So, um, you know, the the potential is there for that kind of power. They just can't sit back and rely on it. So the fact that they're getting contributions up and down, particularly from those guys, um, Valencia and Vote, while Reddick is out, has been huge. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, Valencia, um, you know, obviously since he's been coming over, since he came over to the A's, um, has just been a, you know, a, a little nice surprise for them and you know they essentially got him for nothing and you're you know you're looking at someone who's putting together a really nice stretch here and I mean even when he's taking batting practice I mean he's one of those guys where you know it seems like everyone's talking about um, and it's translating into games obviously so um, 
you know, especially with Reddick out, like we mentioned, um, just good timing on his part. Yeah, so I did want to ask you about Sonny Gray, as you had mentioned. Um, seems like he's nearing coming back, which seems like he just went on the DL. But he had a, a good uh, simulated game on Tuesday. He felt good physically, felt good mechanically. Uh, so what is next for uh, Sonny Gray? He will make um, some, like just one rehab start this weekend um, at their Stockton affiliate. And then if all goes well, he'll um, probably rejoin the team on their road trip. They have a long one coming up um, through Houston, Milwaukee, and Cincinnati. And if he feels good, he'll start that first game in Cincinnati. So that would be um, a week from Friday. So not too much longer after um, he's eligible to come off the DL. So the fact that it was you know, such a minor issue. And um, he's not only feeling great physically, but already – just with his mechanics um, during a simulated game, you know, he already feels a difference. Um, I think, you know, he didn't realize the extent that the injury was maybe affecting his onslaught, his extension, but, um, you know, he, he said he could just tell um, yesterday throwing that simulated game that, um, you know, his, his delivery is just much better. He feels a, a much better rhythm, um, has a lot more momentum to the plate. So, um, pretty encouraging. I know he's um, kind of anxious to get back out there just to um, hopefully be able to, you know, put the first two months of the season um, behind him and, you know, move forward and pitch the way we're used to seeing him pitch. Are you, were you a little surprised that it took that little time? I mean, I was, I remember just being very skeptical <laughs> when I saw the reports. I'm like, oh, because anything that has to do with the arm area, like, I just saw Matt Cain from the Giants. He went on the DL, but it's for a strained hamstring. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not like, duh, duh, duh. You know, but when you – it's anything that's around the shoulder, the arm, the elbow, um, I mean, are you surprised at all that it just was something that's fixable, just easy? A little bit, though. I don't think there was major concern from the onset. I think because it – you know, because it was Sonny Gray um, and he was going through a rough stretch um, – you know, I think they wanted to just catch this early, no matter how minor it was, you know, get him right instead of kind of trudge on the way he was going because it could have worsened. Um, and they treated it right away. And, um, you know, he said just those – he basically had a week of downtime. And he said in that week, everything in that area just kind of loosened up real easily. Um, you know, not always the case for everyone, but I think, um, you know, with him – it was crucial, um, and maybe just, you know, I think he kind of needed the break, not just physically but mentally, and, you know, hopefully now he can kind of get back on track, put put everything together. Um, so not too surprised just because it did seem minor, but, you know, when it's sunny gray, when it's a you hear shoulder, um, back, any of that thing, you know, you are a little bit concerned, but, um, you know, this is, this is good news for this team just because their, their rotation, you know, typically in the past has been their, their strength this year. Um, obviously not um, their depth taken a bit of a hit. So, you know, having a healthy sunny gray, even if it meant, um, you know, being without him for a couple of starts, I think getting him right was, was the most important thing in their mind, um, which is why they made it a priority and, you know, got him some rest and, and got him right. Okay, sounds good. I look forward to seeing you in person this weekend. So thanks, Jane. Talk to you soon. All right, thank you.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.